The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Temple Fuel Podcast. I am your host, Monica, if you're new here. And if you're not, welcome back. Welcome back. Happy April. Happy April. I think we are, well, we're in spring, but I have not felt many days of spring weather yet in the Midwest, but happy April. We're getting there. We're, we're close. Um, it is the beginning of April when I am recording this podcast. And um, yeah, second quarter is kicking off. I think about everything. I kind of group everything into quarters now. So I'm like, okay, second quarter, what's the plan? What's the move? What's the goal? I am super excited because I know God has so much in store for me and for you and for all of us. Uh, this second quarter and I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what's next. I'm honestly super excited to see what's next and what God has in store for us um, as the year goes on. Um, I pray and hope that, you know, the beginning of April, we're only so many days in, but I hope that it's getting off to a good start. I hope first quarter was great. I hope you're expecting, still expecting great things from God. Um, I just hope you guys are good. I really hope that you guys are good. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Uh, thank you to everybody who takes the time to to share the episodes, who has, you know, left a review, who shares the episodes with someone else. I appreciate it. I thank you guys. You know, my ultimate goal is for God to get the glory on this platform. You know, I want to make sure that I'm doing my part to make sure that I'm spreading his word and that I'm making it as crystal clear as he gives it to me to share with you guys so that we can all grow in God because I still got growing to do as well. So that is my ultimate goal. And I pray that each and every episode episode blesses you guys. I pray that each and every episode is clear and I just, I appreciate you guys. I thank you for being here and I thank you for growing with me and for sharing these episodes. So we're going to jump right on into today's episode, first episode of March. And if you're new, I do guarantee at least, well, I guarantee what God gives me. My goal is at least two episodes per month. So, you know, we're going to go with God, whatever God says, that's what we do. So let's go ahead and jump right on in. So today's episode, watch God work. And I'm going to be honest, this is not the original um, episode that I planned on recording. I had another episode and in my mind, I was going to have it out before April and have it pre-recorded. And I'm glad I, I waited. It's important to wait on God. It's important to make sure that you're inquiring with God. It's important to make sure that you are going with the flow of God's spirit. And not your feelings, not your emotions, not what somebody said, not, you know, what sounds good, not the trends of social media land. It's very, very important to make sure that you go with the flow of God. And so I'm glad I took a pause. And that's what I do anytime. If I'm unsure, I take a step back, you know, not out of fear. A lot of times I'm very eager. <laughs> it's not that, you know, I take a step back because I want to make sure, like I said before, that God gets the glory out of these episodes. This is not for me. This is not for you to say, look at Monica or look what she got going on. I want to make sure that God gets the glory out of each and every episode. So I'm glad I took a step back and I don't know, maybe there's other episode that, um, you know, God had me write out. Maybe we'll deal with that later, but, um, that's not what God told me to talk about today. So we're going to do what he told us to do <laughs> today. So I hope you guys are good. Um, you know, that you're 
tracking with me, that you're following with me. And yeah, watch God work. So it's going to be a lot of scripture in today's episode. Um, if you can, you know, if you're driving or if you're working out or you're busy, you can't. But if you can, grab your Bible, read with me. If not, jot these scriptures down. I will include them in the show notes. If there's one I forgot, please, please, please make sure that you uh, shoot me an email. Let me know, um, you know, that, hey, you forgot this or you mentioned this scripture. I can't find it feel free to email me. I'm not always on social media. I've been taking a break, so I don't see my messages. I don't, I have not been checking them. I haven't checked them in weeks. Um, so please email me and I will include my email in the show notes. Feel free to question anything that you hear. You know, if you're questioning it and you have, you know, if you have questions, I'm open to answer. And if I don't have the answer, I will reach out and get the answer for you. So I'm going to include my email in the show notes as well. Um, yeah, email me if you have any questions. And so we're going to have a episode full of scripture. So make sure you're following along. I will reference the scripture and I'll include it in the show notes. So today's episode, watch God work super excited about today. So let's go ahead and get started. And Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you have only to be still. And that's Exodus 14, the 13th and 14th chapter. And the Lord just kept saying, stand still and see that I am God. Stand still and know that I am God. The Lord appointed Moses to lead the children of Israel out of captivity. This is a little background on this particular chapter in the two verses that I read. So the Lord appointed Moses to lead the children of Israel out of captivity from under Pharaoh and the children of Israel started to become worried based off of what they were seeing, based off of what they were seeing. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the mind of Pharaoh and his servants was changed towards the people. And they said, what is this that we have done? What have we let Israel go from serving us? So he made ready his chariot and took his army with him and took 600 picked chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers of over all of them, excuse me. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the people of Israel as they went forth defiantly. And that's Exodus 14, 5 and 8. God instructs Moses to dry up the Red Sea leading the children of Israel across safely. And he gave Moses the power to stretch out his hand so that water returned, resulting in drowning the Egyptians. Exodus 14, 30 and 31. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did against the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. And again, that was Exodus 14, 30 and 31. And now that we've gotten the, the you know, a little bit of the foundation out the way. So that, like I said, I know that was a lot of scripture. I wanted to set the, the, the scenery and set the foundation for you. And I always encourage you go back and read your word. Go back and read, read uh, Exodus 12, read 13 and read 14 for better context. But what I want to talk about today, what I want to focus on today is don't allow what you see to discourage you. Don't allow what you see to discourage you. 
God gave Moses a list of instructions to provide the children of Israel to hopefully instill confidence. It was there to instill confidence. And yet they still began to doubt what they what happened when they seen those horses and chariots coming to them. They started to doubt. You know, if we go back to the scripture, it says 600 pick chariots, 600 pick chariots. So can you imagine, you know, looking, uh, looking out into the distance and seeing this great number of chariots, seeing this great number of horses, you know, it's like a war field, you know, and, and they began to doubt. You would think the list of instructions Moses was given to carry out to drive the children of Israel to safety would instill confidence, but it didn't. And, you know, a lot of times we feel like, you know, well, Lord, if you just give me the next step, if you just give me the blueprint, if you just show me what it is that you're going to do, if you just give me a little bit more information, I can hold on. I can hold on. And in this case, in this scripture, the children of Israel, they had a list of instructions, you know, in the, the 12th verse of Exodus, Moses had given them a, a set of instructions to lead them to safety. And here, here are just a couple of the list. They were told to provide a sacrifice. They were told to take the blood from the sacrifice and place it on the door to avoid the plague. They were told to eat unleavened bread for seven days. And in that whole 12th chapter of Exodus, Moses gives very distinct, specific instructions. And I would encourage you to go back and read, you know, and you would think that those specific instructions would encourage the children of Israel. You know, I kind of compare that to you know a, a child with their parents you know you feel like you know a good parent you feel like you can trust that parent you know if they say well you know just stick with me i got you or think about you know like if you're going through a haunted house or if you're getting on a scary roller coaster ride and that parent will tell you just hold my hand i got you don't worry about it i got you you know it's it instills a sense of safety it's supposed to but the children of israel they see no chariots coming and they were afraid <laughs> you know they were scared they were scared even though in that previous verse in chapter 12 Moses had a list of instructions you know all of the instructions that should have caused them to have more faith all of that went out the window when they seen those chariots when they seen you know that army coming towards them all of the that instruction that Moses had given them all of that instruction had went out the window because their eyes what they were seeing it caused them to lose some of their faith they got scared they got scared and and that wasn't enough to fend out fear the instructions weren't enough to fend out fear so how do you stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? And, you know, that is that's what the scripture was saying here in Exodus 14, 13 and 14 is to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And you might be thinking, well, what does that mean, Monica? What does that look like? You know, I need you to speak in regular terms. How do I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? How do I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord when everything that I'm seeing around me is the opposite of the faith that I'm trying to walk in and that I'm trying to have? How do I stand still and see that salvation of the Lord? What does that mean? How do I do this? So I have some practical tips on how to stand still and how to see the salvation of the Lord, what that means and what that looks like. So number one, you want to pray. If you want to stand, how do you stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? How do you stand still and have a good posture and see the salvation of the Lord? You pray. You pray. You talk to God about how you feel. You talk to God about what you're experiencing. You know, you talk to God about, you know, how you feel. You pray. You're honest. Prayer time is honesty. God wants to know what's on your heart. Even though he already knows, he already knows our heart. He already knows what's on our mind. He wants us to speak up. It's something about us opening our mouths and being vulnerable and, and taking the time to lift our 
hands and to open our mouths that just shows a level of vulnerability to the God. To God, how else do I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? Number two, I hold on to my faith and I build it up. And you can see that scripture reference scripture for that is Jude 1 and 20. How do I hold on to my faith and build up my faith? That scripture talks about building yourself up on your most holy faith. You do that by reading your word. You do that by fasting. You do that by talking to other people who also are believing God. Like you believe God, who believe God according to him. I can't even say how you believe God, but how you, they're believing God like the scripture says to believe God. That's how you build up your faith. That's how you're able to stand still and be able to actually see the salvation of the Lord. Is to build up your faith by reading your word, by listening to the word, by talking to people who also believe God's word. Another way, and this is kind of goes into number two, but you read your word. How do I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? I read the word. His word is his promises. His word is his gift to us. I read my word. That's how I'm able to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I don't depend on inspirational quotes and, 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 and those quotes are great. It's nothing wrong with inspirational quotes, but they don't match the word of God. The word of God is promise. The word of God is truth. The word of God is facts. It's not some inspirational quote. Number four, I speak, I speak faith-filled, life-filled words. You know, the Bible tells us that life and death are in the power of our tongue. And so if I want to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, I speak faith-filled, life-filled words. So I speak what the what God's word says. No matter what I'm feeling, I speak positive. Yes, in addition to that, but I really speak a lot of what God's word has already promised and what God what God's word says. I speak faith-filled, life-filled words. Number 5, how do I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? I encourage myself. I encourage myself and that all it, it kind of wraps back into the word but I encourage myself. I don't I don't speak negative. I don't speak down if I have a bad day or if I have a bad moment or if I don't understand anything. I go back to that word and I go back and I see all the things that God has already said. That's why it's hard. You can't really have a full relationship, a flourishing relationship without reading God's word. And if you don't understand his word, there are translations. If you need help understanding, that's what devotions are for. Devotions help get help you to get understand it and ultimately once you accept and receive his holy spirit it'll give you more discernment number six how do i stand still and see the salvation of the lord i talk to other people who believe the word of god and so these all kind of bleed in together but i talk to other people who believe the word of god and so what you allow in your ears the conversations that you have matter so much when you're trying to stand still and see the salvation of the lord all of these points matter so much when you're trying to stand still and see the salvation of the lord your conversation not saying that you have to block out anybody who does not believe like you believe but in critical moments your conversation and the type of conversation you have is so important it encourage it can either encourage you it can either discourage you or it can break you down so your conversation matters and so let me recap all six of these how do i stand still and see the salvation of the lord i pray i hold on to my faith and i build up my faith and how do i do that i build up my faith by reading my word which is number three i speak faith filled life filled words which go back to the word i speak the word and i also speak positiveness I, I do both i speak god's word which is his promises and his truth and i speak life filled positive words number five i encourage myself and i encourage myself through the word i speak good positive things to myself number six i talk to other people who believe 
the word of God. Those are six tips on how I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, no matter what I may be physically seeing in front of me, how I stand still and see the salvation of the word of the Lord. Excuse me. I want you guys to be encouraged. I want you guys to watch God work. Don't watch what you see in front of you. I don't care if everything seems like it's, it's crumbling down in front of you. I want you to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I want you to stand on what he promised in his word, what he told you however many months ago, however many years ago, however many hours ago. I don't care if everything around you looks totally opposite of what God has already said. I want you to stand still, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If this message encouraged you, if it blessed you, share it with someone. Share this message with someone. If it encouraged you and blessed you, if you on your second, third, fourth episode, leave a review. When you leave a review, it bumps up the ratings. It helps other people be able to be encouraged. Leave a review. Leave a couple comments. I appreciate all of it. I love you guys. I will include all of the scripture in the show notes. And I will include my email. If you have any questions about this message, if you have any questions at all, and I will talk to you guys later.